Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless as he talks to successful real estate professionals and ask them to share their best advice ever. From deal syndicators to wholesalers, flippers, property managers, pest inspectors, and everyone in between. It's the best ever advice and none of the fluff. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, The Door Devil. Homeowners spend hundreds on alarm systems each year, but rarely reinforce the weakest point on the home, the doors. Bad guys know this, and that's why kick-ins are so common. Simply adding door devils virtually eliminates the home security gap. Sleep better tonight. Reinforce your doors. Visit doordevil.com and enter best ever to get an exclusive 20% discount on your purchase. Hi there, Best Ever listeners. It's Joe Fairless, and I'm here to introduce a new wrinkle to this show. It's called Skill Set Sunday. I hope you're having a wonderful Sunday and doing whatever it is that you do on Sundays and enjoying yourself. What I'd like for this episode to do is is for you to come away with a hard skill that you've acquired as a result of the short time that we have together today. And that skill for today's Skill Set Sunday is quickly connecting with people in a meaningful way. With our world, we're inundated with all sorts of stuff. And there's all sorts of competition for our attention. From our smartphones, to family, to friends, to uh, social engagements, whatever it is. And the challenge, at least that I've come across, and perhaps you too, is that whenever we are at an event, um, say a, a real estate seminar, and we sit down next to a stranger, there's all sorts of different things competing for each of our time, both from the speaker presenting, to other people in the room, to this phone, to... Um, what's for lunch, (laughs) whatever it is. And the best way to quickly connect with someone in a meaningful way is to share a relevant interest. So what we're going to talk about today is the three-step process for quickly connecting with someone you come across. And this will help grow your business because when I say connect, I don't mean network and I don't mean have a contact. I mean build a friendship because ultimately... The more friendships that you have in this industry, meaningful friendships, 
the more successful that you'll become. So let's talk about the three-step process of quickly making a meaningful connection with someone. And I mean quickly. Uh, not only do I mean quickly uh, with somebody, but I'm going to take it a step further and I'm going to say that I can connect with anybody listening to this episode in a meaningful way. And I'm going to prove that out with two of my examples a little bit later. First, what's the three-step process to quickly connect with anybody in a meaningful way? One, you have to share an interest with them. So have an interest predefined that you know your audience that you're likely to come across will enjoy. And you can make it as broad or as narrow as you'd like. For example, one of mine would be anybody who has a child. I can connect with them quickly, and I'll give you my example in a little bit, of anybody who has a child, even though I don't have a child. And Again, I'll get into that in a second, because you might be wondering, what the heck's going on? Secondly, is tell an interesting story about a shared interest. Once you have a shared interest with them, then two, you have to stand out in a relevant way so that you show them you are connecting with them on the interests that you both have in common. And then three, have a reference point from that shared interest that you can mention later in a follow-up within 48 hours. And the best way to follow up is via LinkedIn. That way you can, as I call it, add them to your uh, database of friendships that you have. Uh, And it allows you, by the way, to become more of a connector when you come across people and they want to break into certain companies or industries you can simply look on look on LinkedIn and see who's connected to what company or industry and then make that introduction. You're adding value to both of their lives, both the person who wants the connection and the person who is making this new connection as a result of you doing the introduction. So to summarize the three steps, one is to share an interest with them. Two is to tell an interesting story about the shared interest. And then three is to reference that shared interest within a 48-hour follow-up. That's how you quickly connect with someone. Now let's talk about real life and let's make it very specific using two examples that I personally use. One, I know through real estate that I'm going to come across people from all different backgrounds. So it's important for me to categorize the audiences that I typically come across as broad as possible. That way I have a relevant story to talk talk to them about whenever I meet them. So number one, I categorize one group of people I come across as parents. (laughs) Pretty simple, right? People who have kids. And I'm able to relevantly connect with people who have kids because I used to work at a daycare in college. And then after I graduated college, I was a manny. Yes, a manny, M-A-N-N-Y, not a nanny, but a manny. (laughs) And I would babysit um, to make extra money after I graduated And that actually helped me save up enough to buy my first home back in 2009. And not only is it important to have a shared interest, kids, but you need to have a relevant and interesting story about that shared interest. So my relevant and interesting story about the shared interest is that I've babysat over 100 preschoolers, which is surprising coming from a guy, what I've typically found. Um, Two is that I've lost to a class of six-year-olds in a game of wiffle ball. And then three, like I mentioned a second ago, is that I was a manny after college living in New York City on the weekends. And 
whenever I talk to people who have kids, that instantly helps me connect. I by no means would say that what I do um, or what I did as a Manny and as a, a child care educator is anything close to being a parent. But it does allow me to have initial conversations with parents and connect with them. Um, my one-liner when I talk to them is I worked at daycare and college and I babysat over 100, 100 preschoolers. The full-length story is once I start talking to them, I mention that. They say, oh my gosh, that's pretty interesting. Then I say, yeah, I needed to get into it um, to because I had to get a job in high school. I used to pour construction and, and asphalt uh, as early as the ninth grade. And then after that, I really liked it. I liked working with kids who were ages three and up. Um, basically, as long as they can pee and poop in the toilet, <laughs> they can um, start become, coming into my class. And um, I like that age because they're impressionable, but yet their personalities um, have developed a lot to, to, um, to that, at that age. And it's, it's just a really fun age. The second group of people, if they're not a parent, because as I mentioned before, I can connect with um, the majority of the people I come across. Uh, the second is people who like music. And this is just a universal thing. Um, and so the, the key is not only to connect with people who like music on such a broad topic, but also have a relevant and interesting thing to say about that. So what I do is I um, tell them that I go to a concert every two weeks because I do. Live music is incredibly important to me and I love going to see shows. I also mentioned that Third Eye Blind is my favorite band and they always say, um, I didn't know Third Eye Blind was still touring. And I tell them, yes, Third Eye Blind is still touring and I, I love seeing their show. I recently saw them in Cincinnati. Um, I was I, I I got I was fortunate enough to meet the band, and um, then we start connecting on a level that's outside of the the simple um, conversation that typically happens at a networking event. Whenever you meet people, there, there's usually an awkward filling out stage where you ask where you're from, um, what industry are you in, what what what's your experience. That will only get you to a certain point, and quite frankly, that's a little superficial. Whenever you start talking about genuine interests that you to have, at that point, you can actually build a friendship from the ground up versus trying to uh, pick apart different things that you might have of interest and it being more hit and miss. So if you want the best results, follow this three-step process and you'll, you will instantly connect with people you come across whether you're at an event or at the barbershop or hair salon or on the train, at work, maybe it's someone you haven't spoken to. One, share an interest with them. So first, obviously there's a little bit of homework that's involved. You have to predefine the type of audience you're going to come across as broadly or as narrowly as you'd like. Two, have an interesting story about that shared interest. Three, reference the shared interest in a 48-hour follow-up. It's incredibly important that you follow up within 48 hours. And really quick here, nine rules you need to follow in order to be a good connector whenever you speak to people. One, the genuine interest is mandatory. Two, listen to good storytellers. So not only practice good storytelling, which is number three, but listen to good storytellers. 
one storyteller who is just fantastic is Tony Robbins. Listen to Tony Robbins' Rocky story. Just search for it on YouTube. And that is an incredibly fascinating story from how Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky within 12 hours, went from being impoverished to not impoverished, winning Academy Awards and all that good stuff. Listen to that story. It's incredibly inspiring, number one. And number two, it is the a textbook example of how to tell a good story. So the third is practice, like I mentioned before. Number four, prepare ahead of time if you can. So know the type of audience, know the type of people you're likely to going to connect with, and then identify what are they interested in and how can I genuinely connect what I'm interested in um, with their interests in a relevant way. Five, the best networks don't network, they give. So give before you receive. Tell them the interesting story. And then if there's some sort of thing you can do on top of that to perhaps give them a connection of someone they should meet, um, even better. Six, test. Know what does and doesn't work to get the best responses. You'll have a couple stories in your back pocket whenever you reach out to people um, at an event and you start talking about the shared interest that you've ident- predefined. Perhaps the shared interest isn't right. Perhaps you need to define the shared interest a little bit differently or the shared interest is right, but the story is not as interesting as you thought it was initially. So test it out, and then as you test and as you progress, you're going to come up with both an audience that works, a shared interest that they really care about, and a story that is fascinating to them so that you stand out in a relevant way. Seven, have a dialogue, not a monologue. So you want it to be a conversation, not just you telling a story. You want them to be incredibly engaged with the story. Eight, remember your unique connection to them. And then nine, reference that unique connection and a follow-up afterwards. I know I went through this really quickly. If you'd like to check it out online, I actually have a PDF that you can download. And it's these tips and then some. Perhaps there's some questions that you have that I, um, as I was going through this, uh, that uh, you'd like for me to elaborate on. Well, I've elaborated a lot in this PDF. It's free. You can download it. Um, just go to joefarelis.com forward slash show. And then in the search box, type in skill set Sunday. And then this will come up and you'll be able to download it and um, practice. So thanks a lot for listening. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey, you, best ever listener, do you want more? Then head to joefairless.com, where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on joefairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe.